Good evening. I want to talk to you about the killing of Shireen Abu Akhla, the Palestinian journalist who was shot dead by Israeli troops. I mean, okay, I don't care who shot her dead. People argue about that. The point is that she was shot dead unnecessarily, and Israel was in command at that time. And she was an Al Jazeera journalist, middle-aged, great, prominent lady, Palestinian-American. And she was killed, and her death caused outrage in the Arab world, understandably, really. And then subsequently, Israel's defense forces disrupted her funeral, knocking her coffin virtually to the ground. A Christian girl, by the way, Christian Palestinian, on the way to the church, just, I mean, they, they, they mobbed the coffin, the Israel armed forces, mobbed her funeral. Yeah, what? So ugly. Israel's armed forces are so badly run now. We've seen periods in the past when Israel's armed forces lacked discipline, lacked dignity, lacked all semblance of control. And we're back to that again, aren't we? Utter incompetence. I mean, there are people that shine like a beacon. I would rank Israel's defense minister amongst them, but because he has made gestures and offers to try and ameliorate the pain of Gaza. But Israel's armed forces are brutal at the moment, more than brutal, incompetent. I guess it's um, a reaction, anger, I suppose, at the violence from Palestinians during Ramadan. Maybe that's it, but you would think that there was some dignity and control, but there isn't, there clearly isn't. And I'm saddened by the death of Shireen Abu Akhla. I, I was touched by Gideon Levy, the Israeli journalist and International Media Awards winner, whom I love and respect and count as a friend, the senior Israeli Haaretz journalist, who said, is her blood redder than the blood of others? And reminded us that, that others have been killed. Just this month, Hanan Kadur, a high school student, traveling home in a taxi full of women, in Jenin, was killed by gunfire by Israel's soldiers. Ah, did she deserve to die? But her death went unnoticed. And now Shireen Abu Akhla, somebody whom everybody recognizes, her death counts for more. Well, it's inevitable, isn't it? Inevitable. And I'm horrified by her death. I'm also horrified a little by the reaction, hate for hate, I wish we could find a way of not returning hatred for hatred. That's the thing about atrocities. Atrocities breed atrocities. Violence breeds violence. Hatred breeds hatred. And breaking that cycle is a huge problem for people. They find it hard to do. They find it hard to be compassionate in the face of vile murder. And so we deal out hatred. And I'd, sometimes it strikes me that this is not unique to Palestine and Israel. I mean, Russia in Ukraine, Russia's misdeeds, we return, you don't think we return hatred? 
We certainly punish the Russian people for them. The ordinary Russian people will suffer. We in the international community are good at punishing ordinary people for the misdeeds of their masters. Syria, North Yemen, Lebanon even. Yes, so many places we hand out punishment. The point is that we need to break this cycle, I think, else God will judge us because God expects mercy to trump justice every time. He says as much again and again and again, but we don't listen. Mercy is the only answer. So should we be merciful to the killer of Shireen, that wonderful journalist gunned down with a bullet to the neck? Well, I think God will judge them. We do need to break this cycle of hatred and anger. And it's hard to do. It's very hard to do, but but it is necessary. We're going to build a safer world. It's necessary. The world's a broken world, and the only way to heal is through love and compassion and mercy. So if you're a Jew, then it's no good hating the Palestinians. If you're a Houthi, then it's no good hating the Saudis. If you're a Turk, then it's no good hating the Kurds. It gets us nowhere. We have to rise above that, find it in ourselves, and not return retribution for retribution. I remember that parable of Christ, isn't it? Jesus Christ once said, pray for your enemies because it's heaping live coals on their heads. Now, what did he mean by that? What he meant was that if you pray for your enemies, you hand them over to the judgment of God, which is a harsher judgment than anything you could provide because you release them from your own judgment. If you go around judging people, it is like carrying a live coal in your hand, waiting to throw it at somebody. You're hurting yourself more than you're hurting that person. There is no other answer to the evils of the world. Love and compassion is the only response to hatred and bitterness. Anger is not a response that's valid ever in the name of God. It truly isn't, because for God, mercy always trumps justice. God bless you, one and all. Good night.